Welcome to the Breathe Life Podcast. I'm Fahim Mujahid, a Miami-based integrative health and life coach, fitness and nutrition expert, personal trainer, and private yoga and meditation teacher. Each week, we'll explore meaningful content surrounding the importance and impact of living a life of mindfulness or inspiring interviews with the same intention. Together, we'll incorporate a variety of topics given with the same intention to educate, enrich, and inspire one's life. Welcome home. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Breathe Life Podcast. Man, it's good to be able to pour into you guys on this platform. It's been it's been a minute. Um, I know it's been over probably two weeks since the last time I uploaded. You know, I think like a lot of um, a lot of you listening to this show today, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm finding myself adjusting to the new normal, right? It's, you know, you just get settled into kind of like how things are operating or how, do you, or how you have to operate in this space that we're in now, um, given the whole season with COVID and all that, and you're making a transition to doing everything virtually and you're figuring that out. And then now you're adjusting to what it looks like to be rolled or to roll things back to the way things were previously to a certain extent. And I think if I'm being completely honest, a lot has showed up for me in that space, right? I, I think, you know, if I'm, you know, I think if I'm being honest, you know, what I find is that when this, when this whole thing, showed up originally my mindset was okay this is a good opportunity for me to be challenged for me to instead of thinking vertically for me to think laterally for me to see how i could apply this time to future proof my applications how i'm communicating how i'm connecting with other people and i did that and i think with the transition i've been blessed to work with people um, within um, within my practice who are willing and kind enough to explore what the relationship would look like expanding virtually and now, you know, things are starting to slowly loosen and you start thinking about, okay, well, how does it look when you go back to being operational? Like, do you want to go back to having 100% of the experiences that you have with other people be face-to-face? Or do you want to keep the virtual thing going, right? Because it's far less commute time. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot over it. There's a lot less overhead. Like, it's more of an efficient way to connect. But you lose out on that personal, physical connection that can come with being physically in front of someone. Then it becomes, okay, well, if you're transitioning back into the space, do you transition everyone back to the space or do you be more thoughtful and selective with how you use your energy going forward? This gives you an opportunity to reset. And I think if I'm being completely honest, if I'm being 100, as we say, I think as much as I saw this opportunity as a challenge, it's been exciting to kind of think about how I want to change the narrative or change the application of the process that goes into how I work and how I show up. You know, I'm usually out super early and I'm back late and it impacts everything. It impacts the way that I am in my life in general. If I can pour into the things that really fill my cup, if I can pour into my relationship with my wife, my children, how am I pouring into those areas? So I think I spent the last couple weeks just being more intentional. And even now it's something that I struggle with. I was having a conversation with a friend who also has a coaching practice and, and, and she's really being mindful about making sure that she's not spreading herself thin and being in the car going from this side of town to that side of town. So she's being very intentional about making sure that majority of her practice stays online and virtual. And I think that's very inspiring. And I've, I've actually tried to um, adapt some of those same approaches to how I want to see this moving forward. So anyway, I digress, but I do apologize for being um, being or, gone, or going a long time without connecting and sharing with you guys reporting in. So, so 
So today's conversation is a, is all about connection, right? Connection. We all know that connection is important. If if anyone who listening to this uh, podcast has known me for a while, one of the things that I always say is I think it's it's in our collective that we heal. And a lot of times we're taught from the early from a very early age the messaging is that you should go it alone. You should do it alone. The people who are strong and the most powerful are the people that go solo. And I, I always think that's bullshit. Whenever I hear someone say that, I'm like, you know, you know, there's always a behind the scenes. There's always someone working to kind of help everything stay afloat. There's always foot soldiers doing things to kind of help things stay operational. It may seem solo. It may look solo. But even when you look at some of your heroes, I guarantee you that there's always uh, a collection of individuals that are coming together. Um, to help communicate or spread the message of that one individual. And I think our healing works in that same collective unison, right? We're, uh, we're tribal by nature. So usually if we could create an opportunity for us to be able to share, but also share, not only just share kind of like our joys, but our pains, our hardships, the things that are showing up for us that we may think are very personal to us or personalized to us, we find that we're all going through similar battles throughout our lives and throughout our journey, and it makes the healing process happen that much quicker. I truly believe in that. And the reason why I had the idea or connection has been on the forefront of my mind is I was blessed with an opportunity just as soon as this whole COVID transition began, where I was contacted by someone with whom I'm a huge fan of, uh, Yvette, and she works for um, coach New York City or coach here in Miami for the bad company and and she's such a mindful leader and I love every time I talk to her I get so much inspiration from it and she was actually true story she was actually one of the first people to actually see in me what I was afraid to see in myself when I was just not just but when I was a mover doing training and yoga but I didn't necessarily feel confident or comfortable stepping into the space of coaching and having conversation around mindfulness and meditation Yvette and Javanka and Anne at the coach store here in Miami were the first ones to give me that platform. And it was what they saw in me that allowed me or that gave me permission to see that in myself. So needless to say, whenever I have a phone call with her, I always I always I always hold it close to my heart because I'm always taking some something amazing from that conversation. So this time what I took from that conversation is that Yvette wanted to create a platform where her and people within her group who work under her could have an opportunity to not share things as it relate or specifically to COVID, what they were going through, but to be able to collect um, or to promote the collective healing, so to speak, right? Because her employees that she had working under her, they were all managing different stores and the stores were being closed down and certain people were being let off. And although she had a network already in place that gave them an opportunity to talk about a lot of the behind the scenes, details, numbers and all that, and how the systematic, how to systematically go about what the bigger brand wanted to institute, she felt like it was very important to create a space or a platform for people to be able to share a lot of the feelings that they were having about the transitions, the fears, the hesitations, the concerns. So I rocked with her on that. I love the fact that here you here you have a leader um, that's in charge of so many people, willing to be vulnerable, willing to create and hold space for herself and for other people. So I was all I was all with it, um, all for it. And we end up having this program for eight weeks, and you know. Recently, probably the last week and a half, they started rolling back and opening certain stores. So then we decided to discontinue it until things kind of get back into the next phase of what they're going to do as a company. 
but it was such a beautiful experience being able to be on these calls with these different individuals from around the world, um, sharing, connecting, pouring in. And it gave not only them an opportunity to view each other, to see each other differently, but it really did, it really did um, create the perfect platform for people to start healing at a much quicker pace than they would had they been left to their own tools that they had. And I'm not saying that in, in, I'm not saying that I know for a fact what tools they had access to or which ones they did not. But I know that a lot of times what we were sharing on those conversations, a lot of for majority of them, it, it was it was as if hearing this information for the first time. And I know that based off of the tools that we had gone over, the homework assignment that I gave them, that they were doing the work. And it's funny, when we had our closeout conversation, it was a very emotional moment for me personally, because each one went up around the call, and I believe we had on average about 15, 16 people, and everyone poured into, what did you take from this experience? And, you know, I we didn't present, it was actually a shared question. It was meaning that we put together, what do we want? How do we want to close? How What, what do we want the intention to be? at the closing of this call. It just it just naturally happened. It happened very organically. It wasn't fishing for compliments or fishing for opportunities to, um, to boost up ego. It was really allowing people to really connect with what they took from this experience. And I was I was serious I was seriously brought to tears with the words of what people or what each individual shared as far as what the calls meant to them, um, how they felt my 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 purpose had been so transformative for them, how they, how they, how they viewed me in this experience and in, in this space. And, and even still, like as I'm on this journey, this still is a relatively new journey for me, right? I've been in movement for almost 17 years. I've been, you know, I've been in the space of coaching and meditation for just a couple of years. So it's still very new. So getting the feedback from those individuals not only reaffirm the confidence to pour back into the space and own it for myself and know that this is a place that I can operate, but it gave me feedback that what I was putting out was being received the way it was intended and then some. So it was very emotional. I felt in that space, you know, I, I felt we created something extremely powerful and beautiful all at the same time. And we all connected in that space and we all shared the same sentiment. And you know, I can help with Phil, my sisters there with me on the call who are no longer with me, whether my angels, I can help with, with hearing both or feeling both on the call, just saying, you know, keep up the good work. So that's one aspect of connection, you know, and then as soon as I rolled out of that opportunity or that experience, feeling kind of riding the waves from that experience, I was blessed with a powerful opportunity to be able to create or to help co-create an experience that Lululemon was putting together called Lululemon Connects. Now, I wanna make sure I give credit to the, the, the three spirits that were a part of the pilot program called Village Voices. So it was something that was birthed into life um, by a gentleman named Robbie, another guy named Choi, and another kind spirit named Nick. And what they wanted to do, um, they didn't really, if, and, and again, if I'm misquoting or representing guys, please feel free to call in or message me and I'll make corrections. But they didn't really have like a really construct outline of what they wanted to accomplish. They wanted, they just wanted to hold space for each other. And what I thought was really powerful was that they made, they went the extra mile to make sure that it was a COVID-free experience, a COVID-free zone. So they didn't want to necessarily hold space to be able to share what they were going through as it relates specifically to this season of COVID. They wanted to hold space so that we could connect on a more human, universal level 
in a space outside of what we were going through in this all-encompassing COVID space. And I thought that was so powerful, right? Because right now, all the chatter is about this specific time in our lives. But to be able to say, hey, we want to be intentional about not only holding space, but we want to hold it in a way that creates conversation around other things that unify us outside of this experience. So I thought that was powerful. So they went on creating this and I was invited to be a part of one of the one of the conversations and I thought it was powerful for many reasons. Like I said, the first is that it was a COVID free zone and I was and I was grateful to be able to experience that. The second was here you are, you're, you're connecting with 10 strangers who some of you, some may look familiar just because Instagram is always evolving and you can kind of see how some people may come across your feed at one point or another, but you don't know anyone up there and everyone's strangers. So you're connecting for the first time and people are getting a chance to, or having a chance to learn who you are from you. And it's all happening while we're all going through this season of storm. So the vulnerability and the space and the safety is, it's so mandatory, it's a requirement for what we're trying to hold and what we're trying to create. But what I also took from it was being able to watch, you know, the guy who was leading that, who was hosting it, Robbie, has been doing these kind of conversations on behalf of Little Women for a long time. So being able to see his, how he was able to masterfully put together an experience that, although it had its barriers and its boundaries, like, you know, make sure that you stick within a certain time frame so that everyone can kind of equally share, it was still, it was still extremely powerful. And I think if it's one thing that I would look back on all my Zoom calls or conference calls or connection opportunities, whether it be with this brand or that brand, I think one of the things that I always look back and I say, you know what, one of the things that I want to be mindful and more intentional about the next time around is making sure that I'm intentional about guidelines and boundaries so that we can create a safe, powerful space, but also a space that has more structure so that that hour call isn't turning into a two and a half hour call, which can easily happen, especially when you're connecting to power, right? And something that's important to you and to your purpose. So I took that from him and I remember hanging up from the call and being like, wow, okay, I'm gonna make sure I institute certain elements from this experience. And then lo and behold, a couple weeks go by and then he actually reaches out to me, Robbie reached out to me and he said, hey, listen, we're thinking about taking this pilot for Village Voices and doing something that has more of the outline, construct, um, vibe, energy, intention of Lululemon. And it's something that we're gonna roll out in 10 cities across the world. Do you wanna be, do you wanna partner up and do Miami? And of course I was like, hell yeah, let's do it for it. Because now you're speaking my language and it's an opportunity again to be able to partner with my Lululemon, my Lululemon family. Um, and so far we're only a week into it, um, but it's been really powerful and again, connection, right? All of that comes back to connection. What I found through every experience that I've been able to go through during a short period of time during the season of COVID, and what I'm finding even in this experience with Lulu Women, is that we as human beings yearn, crave an opportunity to be able to connect. And I'll take it even a step further. I think that majority of us spend, subconsciously, spend most of our lives not holding space and owning space and honoring space for that small light that exists within each and every one of us. We get the messaging and the judgment and the projections of other people that a lot of times when that voice shows up within us, we 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 soften it or make it feel less than or we don't identify it or we don't prioritize it. 
right? So those things that we innately know that are important to us, instead of them becoming our priority, we find that what we instead are driven towards are the expectations of the, and the identity of what success looks like for other people. And then it usually takes either acquiring all those things that you feel like you need in order to feel successful for you to realize that you still don't necessarily feel like you're at that success that you thought you would feel like, or you get to that end goal and you realize that there's still something more. Or like me, you have something that shows up that completely takes your breath away. It breaks you open. The loss of a loved one, the loss of a job, the loss of a marriage. And it breaks you to the point where you're just, you, for a moment, you just de- you develop this fearlessness about obtaining a certain peace and joy from this experience that we're calling life. Again, we're spirits having a human experience. So what I say, or what I believe strongly is that, so innately within us, our inner light, that spirit self, is always looking for the perfect space to be able to express and feel heard. And rarely do we find that. Even when we're having conversations, and I challenge you on this, even when we're having conversations with friends, family members, a lot of times we're not even being intentional on how we're listening. We're instead looking for an opportunity to be able to share our points of view. And our inner light, that spirit self, knows the difference. So when you're creating, intentionally creating space for that self to feel not only welcome, but encouraged to share, that's where the tears come from. That's where the passion comes from. That's where the emotion comes from. That's where the intensity comes from. And I think that's been the constant, no matter which platform, no matter who is in conjunction with, no matter what, when you create and hold a space like that, the spirit itself begins to start healing itself. And it heals itself through being able to finally feel safe to be hurt. So I thought about that and I was just kind of thinking about the collection of all of this that was showing up for me. And I wanted to make sure that as we started today's podcast and, and, and even upon the conclusion, that I, I want to encourage you guys to really seek out opportunities to be able to connect to friends, family members, and yes, even strangers. And if there aren't opportunities that you feel a connection to, then create it. Be that, hold that space for someone else. Because by holding space up for someone else, you hold it up eventually, or essentially you hold it up for yourself. And as that person heals, you heal collectively as well, as long as the intention is pure. So as we all kind of in our own respective areas, regions, zones, city, states begin to transition back into this new normal, I want to encourage you guys to look for an opportunity to be able to collect to collect a variety of, of spirits and connect, truly connect to hold space and to share space. Because I think we'll find that this transition period that we are all going back into It'll allow us to be able to arrive and go into it from a place of coolness as, a, as opposed to from a place of harm, fear, scarcity, right? And again, it's, and it's not to de- belittle or to um, ridicule or judge anyone that's experiencing or that's carrying that weight or that judgment or that fear of what this is showing up for them because of the totality of it and, and how it's impacting them. It's, it's not, it's, that's not what this is about. What this is about is that regardless of where you are in your journey, you can, you can grow and heal through connection and through creating a space of sharing. And if you're somewhere and you're like, well, Fahim, I don't have that audience. I don't have that community. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not in a healthy relationship. I don't, I'm not an outgoing kind of person. I don't want to put the time to... So if you have all these barriers, then it may sound corny and a little fugazi, I get it. 
but start writing down and creating this community within your journal, right? And, and again, I'm not trying to create different narratives or have you talk in third person or anything like that, but start writing in that dialogue out. If you can't create a space where you can share it verbally with someone, which I would prefer or which I would recommend, then, then honor it enough to create that space within yourself because you can do it. And anything that tells you otherwise is bullshit. It's just excuses that you're giving yourself to continue to operate in the place that you're operating from because it's the easier way. And we'll talk about that on the next podcast. But thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I hope that, like with, with any time that we connect, that there's a little bit of, of something that you can pull from our chair or from my chair that allows you to breathe more life and more love into your life. Thank you for tuning in. Um, talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey Tribe, so if you're excited about the Breathe Life content and you want to find other ways to stay connected, the next time you're on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, be sure to type in Fahim Mujahid or Breathe Life into the search bar and check out 